Welcome to Homegrown, the podcast to teach you how to grow your brand from the ground up. Whether you're in real estate, mortgages, or any other housing profession, your brand introduces you before you do. This podcast is here to help you build your business through modern marketing, tools, and technologies. It's time to dig in and see how far you grow. Hey everyone, it's Marina. And Sarah. And this is episode 10, season two of the Homegrown Housing Podcast. Yeah, wow. We really have been at this for a while now, huh? I know, it's been a lot of fun. So today, Sarah and I are going to piggyback off of something that came up in last week's podcast. And that is the discussion of uh, how people have gotten creative with virtual networking events or any kind of virtual event over the last year. Obviously, we all had to get pretty creative because we weren't out in person. We were all you know, meeting on Zoom, meeting on Teams or FaceTime or whatever tool you use to um, network and connect with people. But it's more than just, you know, having a meeting or a chat with someone. Like we had to get creative with, you know, how are you hosting events? How are you getting in front of a larger audience? What is the purpose that you're, you know, what, what is the purpose that people are going to come and join your event or seminar? So we just wanted to share some fun ideas that we've seen because I think virtual is going to be here to stay for the long run. Yeah, I know we talked about it last time, but I think because of efficiency, uh, because of the ability to do so many more things in a day, uh, um, Zoom's not going anywhere or these virtual experiences aren't going anywhere. So how do we make it so that people still enjoy them? Um, at the beginning of all of this, Zoom was such a novelty. And mm -hmm. then, you know, we got a few months in and everyone started getting Zoom fatigue and all of that stuff, which, you know, is real for sure. <laughs> but, you know, what? Do, how do we continue? How do we make it beneficial as we go back to reality um, and back to like all of the day-to-day -day activities um, so that they're still really beneficial. Exactly. So I think it is important to, again, keep that in mind, even if you're comfortable with going out as the world is reopening, not everyone will be. So right. moving forward for any events, I think it will always be important to offer an in-person and a virtual option. Just again, for people who one, don't feel comfortable and two, can't get there in time. Like we all know what it's like. You're trying to drive to one meeting, there's traffic, you're running late, you gotta stop for gas. Like sometimes just hopping on a phone call is much more efficient. Yeah, I think we've all forever said like, I wish we could be in two places at once, but this kind of allows us to be, right? Like, so you have an hour commute to an event you have to be at in person, you can join that other event on your commute. And it's, I think there's a lot of value there. Um, and for me, the thing I continue to see is at the beginning of all of this, there's a lot of like, even in my own friend group, um, let's do virtual game night or let's do, you know, all these social events. And quickly I was, I, especially me who spends my whole day on zoom was like, you know what? I'm really, I'm really exhausted from this. Like, I, I don't want to just sit and chit chat. Um, I, mm. so for the thing I've seen a lot is that even once you're kind of tapped out on Zoom, if you are presenting something that is of true value, not just like entertainment, sure, you might go to some really big, like, you know, concert or something virtually, but versus just doing like a virtual game night or 
networking like that, where you just try to put something fun together, what I'm seeing people actually want is education or information. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to network or use it professionally, that real value piece is so important. Um, I think people are much more inclined to tune in if they can walk away with something they can implement afterwards. So we keep talking about, you know, the market and how crazy it is. If you can give people ways to win in this market, things, they're very likely to show up. We did a webinar last week with a hundred real estate agents who attended um, because we gave them a tangible strategy for appraisal shortages. So I think, you know, there's, people are looking for that hard hitting information, things they can walk away with and actually use. Exactly. And I've definitely seen that a lot, especially when it comes to our industry and giving any kind of information like that, because you can host an hour webinar and have all these great ideas, but if you don't have hard strategies or takeaways, you know, people are still going to leave there feel overwhelmed, feel like they need to do all this stuff. They need to start implementing all of these ideas, but they don't have a plan, right? So the more direct and clear and concise that you can be, the better. And sometimes shorter is better. Even if it's only a 15, 20, 30 minute webinar, that could be much more impactful than a 60 minute webinar where you, you know, share 30 slides and just kind of an overload of information. Absolutely. And, you know, I was so nervous last week. I was like, oh my goodness, this webinar is only 20 minutes. We got so much feedback being like, thank you for keeping this short and sweet. Thank you for giving us this information and then moving on. Like we don't need the pleasantries. Let's just kind of get to it and get on. Definitely. So I would, I would definitely label that as um, tip number one, you know, have a clear direction that you're taking or a clear purpose for people to join. Yeah. And I think tip number two is, and it kind of goes exactly against what we were just saying, um, is don't stop doing the things you were doing in person. So if you were doing client appreciation events or um, real estate partner appreciation events or whatever type of event, um, lunch and learns, things like that, that have your education and your fun with it, um, don't stop doing those, but you have to be creative. People don't want to do game night necessarily, or don't want to just kind of sign on and have it be messy or unprepared. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do something with that fun side, make sure there's an experience involved. So I've done a couple of virtual cooking classes. Those have been awesome because there was a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then dinner afterwards wasn't weird because we just made dinner together then Mm -hmm. we could talk about it and whatever or virtual cocktail making classes send everyone the cocktail kit Um, you know try and make it so that there's something you feel like you're doing together not just showing up on a screen and I think that's so important too because if you are trying to host an event with more than 10 people it's, it's kind of hard and awkward. Like you would never sit in a room and try to network with 20 or 30 or 50 people at once. Right. So if you're having all these people in a group, it's kind of like, all right, who's going to talk? When are they talking? What's going on? Um, so I think that's super important. Yeah. And, you know, actually I'll call out one of my loan officer teams. I think they've done a really good job at this. So they do every single Friday, a virtual workout together 
I love um, that. Yeah. So they gave everyone instructions on how to download the Peloton app, whether they had a Peloton or not. And every Thursday night, they post the workout they're going to do at 8 a.m. Friday morning. And together, they either ride the bike or do a yoga class or whatever. And they're not doing it on screen together, but they're all working out. They're all using the same hashtag. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, they all submit their photos and it becomes a social media post. So it just, it creates a community, but it's something people want to do. So like these people aren't people who weren't working out to begin with. It, mm -hmm. They just tapped into their community that already works out and said, okay, let's do it together. And it created an accountability group, but it also is some fun. And I think that they really nailed it in how to kind of keep the community going while using virtual mediums. Exactly. That's a great idea. I really like that one. Another example, um, our local chamber have gone to a lot of their virtual networking events and they've done a great job because they're, you know, the topic of the event is always very clear. Um, I hosted one that was social media and the spring market. Very clear, it's directed toward realtors and social media. Um, they typically start these events with a 10 minute presentation um, by some sort of industry professional um, who's gonna share a few tips on something. And then they'll break, um, break out into a couple different breakout rooms with a clear target or um, of questions or like specific things that people are asking or share one tip um, that you've been doing or something that's worked well for you so that again, people can network while also getting information. And I think the breakout rooms have been good too because again, that way it breaks down the group a little um, so it forces not, you to talk. Yeah, it forces you to talk if you're only with four or five people rather than a hundred people just staring at a screen and no one wants to say anything. Yeah. And I think that probably leads us to like tip three. So if tip one is be short and sweet, tip two is create a real experience. And tip three, I would say, is utilize your platform. So mm -hmm. Zoom has the ability for breakout rooms. They have polling options yeah. and the poll doesn't have to be about the topic. The poll could be fun. Um, for example, I did a poll on my weekly regional call last week over this new Netflix show. I don't know if you've watched it. It's called Marriage or Mortgage. Yes, I have seen it. <laughs> and every time and you I go have... crazy because I'm like, why would they choose that? <laughs> right. And for those listening who don't know what it is, you have to either choose your wedding or buying a home with, with the capital. Um, and so we took a poll of our region, what would you choose, marriage or mortgage? And, you know, it was fun to see the responses. Of course, every single one of the guys said, give me my mortgage. And all of our young women said, I think I still want my wedding. Yeah. So, you know, I think it was a lot of fun um, to see. And then we had a few outliers that were like, that I would budget and do both, which of course is not the point of the show. Mm -hmm. So um, the poll wasn't hard hitting, but it was fun. It got people engaged and they paid attention. So utilize your platform. You can use polling. You can use the chat. You can use breakout rooms. Um, and since we keep saying Zoom is here to stay or whatever medium is here to stay, um, they're going to keep bringing out new, new things. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to build your social media following, take your Zoom meeting and go live on Facebook while you do it. Like 
there's all of those options. So make sure you're utilizing what you have in front of you. That's what I was going to say. If you're doing some type of home buying class or a webinar or seminar, definitely live stream that because people who couldn't join this, the meeting live, they might tune in on Facebook after. Right. And unlike Zoom, where you have to send out a recording, Facebook, it just, it houses it right there. So exactly. now you don't have to send the recording. You can just drive everyone to your Facebook page and hopefully they start liking the page. Yep. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of marketing tactics and strategies you can use in the virtual world that you can't really use in person. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely agree. So, you know, don't, don't be limited by your computer screen. Think outside the box, allow yourself to really create custom experiences using, using your computer, whether they're educational or entertainment, allow, allow yourself that freedom to be creative. And we'd love to hear about if anyone has been to a really unique or creative virtual event, please share, we'd love to hear. Absolutely. Always looking for new ideas. We are not, you know, the end all be all on, on events. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for today. Any final thoughts, Sarah? No, really just get out there and keep trying it because it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Keep trying, keep attending events. Um, and, you know, we're, we'll see what happens over the next few months and few years. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.